Welcome to the Sermon Podcast from Beaver Parish Church. I think we're about to start. Should maybe turn the music off? That would be a good idea, Ben. Uh, good morning. Welcome to Scattered Together, which is our Sunday morning service here in Beaver. And if your friends or family have, have joined us from anywhere else or you're watching a recording, uh, we hope you feel as if you're very much part of our Beaver family. It's Easter Sunday. What a great day. And uh, Janice is here with me. Uh, good morning, Janice. Good morning, Adrian. And on Easter Sunday, uh, there is a special greeting that... Yes. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Let's pray for a moment. Let's capture that moment of silence and quietness as the women arrived at the tomb, not knowing quite what to expect. Lord, in these precious moments, we find ourselves pursuing you, looking for you. And today we thank you that you are risen that you're among us, that you're present. And we pray that in these moments that we spend together uh, on this Sunday morning, that we would sense that presence. We would know your encouragement. We would feel your arms wrapped around us. We would feel some of the weight and some of the anxiety perhaps lifting from us. And today we thank you that wherever we are, we are gathered around you. So thank you. Amen. Amen. So as I said, welcome to this special Easter Sunday service. And can I say, Janice, <laughs> you're looking very lovely today. Thank you, Adrian. Yes, it's a special occasion. Today is Easter Sunday. And I don't know if you remember, Adrian, but I wore this dress at a very special occasion in our family. And it was the marriage of our daughter, Rachel. And so this was the dress that I wore to that. And we thought today, because this is a special Sunday in the church's calendar, that it'd be quite nice to dress up and make it feel like a really special occasion. Okay. Now, don't worry if you're not dressed up. Um, some of the other people taking part in our service, because we record little bits of this in advance, uh, also didn't know about wearing special clothes. So don't panic at all. But if you're wearing something nice, do feel free to take a selfie and send it into Facebook. And I'm sure we'll all have a good look. I was going to say a good laugh. A good look at all of those later on. Now, and there's one of ours coming up now so that you can see the whole attire. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, thank you. Right, I'd better put on some shoes. <laughs> okay. Right, you're going to do some announcements for us, Janice. I am indeed. Okay. So, children, if you're here at the minute and you're listening into this, don't go away because at the end of the announcements, uh, there's a very special person who would like to say hello to you. So I'm going to go on with the announcements now. So the first thing we just want to say is a thank you to Chris, who's been doing our candle mm -hmm. faithfully yeah. every day of the week. And to all those people this week who have sent in photographs, it's been brilliant. And the candle will continue at six o'clock um, next week as well. And we also want to thank Johnny and the set, who have very creatively done our prayers and our Holy Week Bible readings this week. Yes. So thank you, Johnny thank and the you. set. Those have been brilliant. And then the last thing we just want to say is that um, we're able to watch this because of the internet and we are very grateful for that, for what we've been able to 
find out about and do this over this time. But for lots of our people yeah. in the Beaver family, um, they don't have access to the internet and they haven't been able to listen in or watch what we're doing. And so we've come up with a way for them to do that. So there's now a landline telephone number that they can phone mm -hmm. and they will hear the Sunday service or anything else that we would like to put on. Um, so the number should be on your screen and we've sent a letter out to everybody that we think that would be useful to. Um, but if you know anybody that might not have got that letter and they would like to phone in and listen to the service, you're very free to pass that number on. Now this morning service is being recorded and then we'll go on to that phone line, but it won't be available until after 12 noon. So there's no point in rushing off now to, to try it out. You'll have to wait until later. But that's the phone line number and we hope that that will be useful to many of our Beaver family who can't watch with us. Okay, that's brilliant. That's a really helpful thing. Now, we're going to go on with the service. We're going so to go on with the service. No, what's we're not. next? Well, we're going to hand over to our special we guest. Are. Are. And so, children, this is especially for you, but we are all going to be listening in. And this is your Sunday club leader, Julie Chandler. So I'm going to hand over to her now. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Beaver Sunday Club Scattered. Now, if we were in the hall, I would normally say, I can't hear you, so good morning, everyone. Oh, that's much better. Now, hands up who's had chocolate for breakfast. Or maybe you might be saving your Easter egg. Uh, I must admit, I've already stolen a bit of Christian Olivia's this morning. Um, now, as Adrian and the team have been sharing over the past couple of weeks, we can meet together in different ways. And hopefully you've had a letter from Catherine and the team uh, asking you and your mum and dad about how the Sunday Club team can stay in touch. But we've already got loads of ways to stay connected. Um, I've really enjoyed seeing all your arts and crafts being posted on the Facebook page. And there's lots of links and things to do on there. Uh, on the Beaver Church website, there's a special area for Beaver Kids and it's got tons of links for arts and crafts and things to do and stories. Uh, and some of you have been posting in your rainbow pictures to the church uh, and Carson has been brilliant and uh, pasting those up and they cheer up people as they drive past. And if you look very carefully, you can see we Adrian and we Janice in the uh, window. Now, Sunday Club today is a very simple target. It's Easter Sunday and we're celebrating that Jesus is alive. We're going to do three things. We've got our Bible story, uh, we're going to do a special Easter Sunday game and we've got a prayer. So uh, we're going to have a Bible story from Julie Curry. Um, Julie is the leader of the children's work for our group of churches. Uh, we're going to see an extract from it and the link to the full story is on the notes page. I want to challenge you to a game of noughts and crosses. Have you ever played Knots and Crosses? Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes people know it as Xeosies as well, but I'm going to play it as X Knots and Crosses. And so what I want to do is I want you to be the X's, the crosses, and I'll be the knot. Okay? So we've got the crosses and the knot. And uh, now I'm challenging you, but I quite often win this game. In fact, I have never lost this game yet. So there's a challenge right there. Let's see how you go. Okay, because I'm nice, I'll let you go first. Okay, so let's take a cross and you tell me where you like to put it. Here's the cross here. So where would you like to put this cross? Maybe here? No? Or there? No? Oh, hold on. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Over here, top. Right. So thank you Julie and as I said the link to Julie's free talk is on the notes page. 
Now, it's time for a game. Um, this is going to be a special Easter Sunday game. It's a scavenger hunt. So um, let's Easter it up a bit. And I think I need to, uh, what do you think? So this is how it's going to work. I'm going to give you a list of things. You go away and try and find them. Bring them back for the final hymn and away then will we tell you what you need to do with them. So first of all, um, you need to go and find some sort of a, a branch or a palm leaf. Um, then we need you to go and find some sort of a cross, um, a nail, um, some sort of vinegar, um, some sort of a rock or a stone. It's quite a small one was all I could muster up. Um, some sort of a spice, uh, a crown and a cloth. Now the full list of these are on the notes page. So that's your challenge. You've got to go off and find those things, bring them back. And during the final hymn, we'll tell you what to do with them. Okay, let's just finish with a prayer. So can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Dear Jesus, thank you that you rose again on Easter Sunday and you're alive today. Thank you for the hope of the Easter story and help us to trust in that hope today. Amen. Thank you, Julie. That was absolutely wonderful. My children, if you'd like to go now, you're very welcome to go and do your scavenger hunt. Now we're going to have our Bible reading and Sarah Riley is going to read to us. So over to you, Sarah. The reading is taken from Matthew chapter 28, beginning to read at verse 1. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He's not here, he has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Thank you for our reading. The angel said, He is not here. He is risen. He is going before you to Galilee. I was quite taken with those words uh, when I was reading through the, the story of Easter again and uh, the thought that he is going before you he is not here i i don't think it is in any way the angel telling the women who came to the tomb to do they to do their duty in terms of embalming uh, the corpse that there's no sense at all from the angel of of saying to the women that you're too late it's more like an invitation he is risen he's not here He's going before you. There's an invitation to come. Come with me to Galilee. It's almost like 
going to Galilee is partly where, where the story began. Mary and Joseph, do you remember that? Galilee, where the whole thing began. And it's kind of redeeming the whole thing. Inviting those who have been following him to continue to follow him and come with me and find again the new starting point, the new place. Let me change the picture on the screen. This was painted a long time ago, somewhere around where 1500s changed to 1600s. Very old painting. But I'm hoping Johnny can put that up on the screen so you're not just looking at my face, but you can see the picture in a bit more detail. There's something about it that, again, just like those words he is going before you, that captured my attention when I was looking at the painting. The women are looking towards the tomb. Very obvious thing to do. They've come to anoint the body. And this little cherub angel thing is sitting there and saying to them that um, he is not here, he is risen. But do you notice as they look towards the tomb that their faces and the front of their clothes facing the tomb is in darkness and shadow. And that the light that is shining on them is from behind, is coming from somewhere else. And I think what we're being, uh, what we're being nudged towards in, in this painting is to not dwell in the death and the darkness of the tomb, but to turn and to see where the light is. And the light personified in the risen Christ, now alive, no longer dead, is that he's on the move and he's ahead of us. And just like as he always did, inviting people to follow him, inviting those disciples, inviting his mother and the other women to follow him, inviting many of the people that he met out in the streets of Galilee and Jerusalem to follow him. And as we have all heard, inviting us to follow him. That same invitation is with us from the resurrected Christ, that he is not dead, he is not in the shadow and the darkness, but that he is walking. And as we turn and recognise the light, we will follow in his steps. Way back at the beginning of the year, that is the September beginning of the year, I printed out a little prayer and gave it to you all and invited you to keep it in your wallet and I've been carrying mine around and I've, I get that out to pray it. I can pray it off by heart these days. Uh, and it's a great prayer because it's the prayer uh, that recognises that God always goes before us. Go before us, O Lord, in this and all our doings with your most gracious favour, that in all our works begun, continued, and ended in you, we may glorify your holy name. That recognition that Jesus walks in front of us and invites us to follow. Way back at the beginning of this present crisis, I went on St. Patrick's Day to Downpatrick Cathedral and uh, the Bishop of Derry was speaking and he said, this virus may have taken us by surprise but it hasn't taken God by surprise. Jesus has been walking in front of us. He's walking in this, in these moments, in these days with us and ahead of us. And he's inviting us to continue to follow him. Now, could I just say that going back to the painting, staring into the darkness, 
I don't want to make light of this in any way at all. Because the stuff that is around us at the minute, for many people, it means an isolation that at times feels dark. For many people, it has been a call to give of themselves in terms of their energy and their life and their work. And many people are working very hard to look after the rest of us. And we're thankful to them constantly. For many of them, it's not just hard work, but it involves putting themselves in danger. And we pray for you. For many people, it has involved illness. For some, thankfully a smaller number, it has involved death. And around them, for the many again, it involves grief and sorrow and loss. There is darkness in all of this. And we don't want to make light of that. And the darkness does capture our attention at times. And we find ourselves staring into it. But there is always the hope and the possibility of turning away from the darkness and seeing the light. And that is the invitation to the women at the tomb. It will soon in a few moments when they get back to the disciples, it will be an invitation to them to follow in the footsteps back to Galilee. And it's the invitation to you and me as well to turn again and to follow in the steps of Jesus. He has always been in front of us. I, for one, have no reason to doubt that he will not continue to go in front of us. And he has never disappointed me at any moment in my life. That knowledge that he's in front of us, in front of me, and walking in and through everything in front of me. So today we want to follow again. And we want to get up on our feet and walk with him. And walk in this. And if we can, with love and grace, help others to follow in that same direction. In that direction where there is hope. And where there is the promise of his presence. And of his peace and of his strength. We're going to sing fabulous song i cast my eyes to calvary eric and michelle will you get ready uh, we're going to sing this i'm going to invite you to join in the three verses of this the third verse speaks of the the dawning of that third day and of all that begins to happen at easter if you want to stand feel free to do that if you're happy sitting feel free to do that if you prefer to listen if you want to sing whatever it is but allow inside in your heart just a rising of faith and of hope and of courage let's sing michelle please lead us
We read in John's Gospel, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Risen Lord, your death and resurrection remind us that even in the darks of times, a light shines. Help us to know that even through times of difficulty and despair, you never leave our side. Risen Lord, thank you for the hope you gave to all humanity on the first Easter Sunday when you rose. Enable us, if we can, to pass on your hope, your peace and your love to those most in need this Easter. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we want to remember again all who are working to combat COVID-19 in our hospitals, residential homes, hospices and domiciliary care. We are entering a challenging period when a peak in cases is anticipated, a possible onslaught of the virus. We pray in particular for those in the front line who are part of this fellowship, our family and relations and those whom we know. We are grateful for their courage, self-sacrifice and steadfastness. They continue in the front lines seemingly fearless, but no doubt having concerns for their own health and that of their families. May they continue to keep well and be able to go to work. Bless them and may we continue to remember them in our prayers. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray that those who are offering themselves so selflessly will have all the equipment, particularly personal protection equipment, that they need and deserve. We pray that the supply chains will function properly and efficiently. As well as the doctors and nurses, we pray also for support staff, cleaners, catering staff. We pray for those outside of the health service who work to keep things going, postmen and women, delivery drivers, bin men. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for our government as it listens to scientific advice and tries to manage the impact of this pandemic. May those in authority make considered decisions that are not influenced by politics or self-interest, but seek only the good of the population. In particular, give our politicians and scientists wisdom as to how best manage our way out of the pandemic, when and how the lockdown should be eased, people allowed to return to work, schools reopened. Lord, there are many scientists throughout the world working on programmes to combat the virus, seeking a vaccine, a cure. Lord, we pray that their efforts will be successful and there will be an early breakthrough. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, while we focus on the situation in the UK and on this island, we remember so many parts of your world which have much less robust health systems than we enjoy, where doctors and medical help are much more thinly spread amongst the population. Often this is accompanied by a lack of knowledge about the virus and good practices to avoid contamination. We pray for all aid workers trying to provide relief in these situations. We are fearful of the potential impact of the virus on undeveloped countries and refugees 
and pray that people whose lives are so difficult as it is may be spared the ravages of the virus. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for those in the parish who are being pushed into anxiety and depression in the midst of the current crisis. We pray for those who are lonely, feel isolated, fearful for their health and the health of loved ones. We pray for those who have lost their jobs or whose employment has been reduced and find themselves struggling financially. We pray for parents who are struggling to keep young children occupied and amused. We will have a moment's silence to name all those who are in our thoughts. Help us all to continue to follow guidelines and show resolve and determination. Help us to remember that your purposes will be worked out even through this crisis. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our Lord and Heavenly Father, on this Easter Sunday, the most important date in the Christian calendar, in the midst of all our difficulties, may the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace this Easter time. Amen. Our Father, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. It's time to see how our scavenger hunt has got on. See how many of those things you find. And don't worry if you didn't get them all. But Janice, could I welcome you back in? Would you like to come and join us and tell us what you've been doing? Well, I've been doing the scavenger hunt again. Okay. Did you yeah, find them all? I think I find them all. Wow, okay. So children, if you have got the things that you have found from your scavenger hunt, I'm going to show you mine in the right order and tell a little bit of the Easter story. And then if you lift your object and either set it down in front of the screen that you're looking at or put it on a table, whatever works for you. So we're going to begin with the palm leaves, which remind us of Palm Sunday when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. And then we go from there to Good Friday, where Jesus was nailed to a cross. And when he was on the cross, he was incredibly thirsty and he asked for a drink. And the Roman soldiers gave him some vinegar to drink. And shortly after that, Jesus said, it is finished, and he died. And his body was taken down and taken away and put in a tomb. And the entrance to the tomb was sealed with a stone. And then on Easter Sunday, Mary and some of the other women got up early in the morning and they went with spices to the tomb. And when they got there, the stone had been rolled away. And they looked inside and Jesus wasn't there anymore. Instead, 
they find a cloth. And that's because Jesus has risen from the dead and he is now being crowned Lord of all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. We're going to sing that fantastic Easter hymn now. So back over to the Hudson's for thine be the glory. Let's sing. close to the end of our service now. Thank you for being here and participating in all of this. The 
message from uh, this Easter day is that our Lord is going in front of us. He's going in front of us through all of the things that we're presently experiencing. And the invitation is to you and me to follow him. If you're not sure if that's how your life is being led, I would like just to uh, offer a little prayer of offering our lives to Jesus so that we can follow him in these days and for the rest of our lives. Let's pray for a moment. Lord Jesus, thank you that you have always gone ahead of your people and you invite us to follow you. So today we offer our lives back to you and we want to say to you that we want to put behind us all the things that are not worthy of you and we want to set our faces to follow you and to walk in your steps and to be part of your family. So please accept our prayers and accept our lives. Amen. Amen. Could I encourage you to walk even in these difficult days, to continue to walk in faith and walk in the light. And let's keep safe and let's look out for one another. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the, in the name, name of Christ. Christ. Amen. Amen. I would like to put the music back on. That's that fine, Adrian. Okay? That sounds like a good idea. And let's let's sing the Hallelujah chorus together. Maybe <laughs> oh, not. Okay. Thank you for listening. To hear previous weeks and for more information go to beaverparish.co.uk forward slash sermons.